Welcome to the Peaceful Eating Podcast. I'm Tasha, peaceful eating coach and nutritional therapist specializing in binge eating recovery and peaceful weight management. In this series, you can expect very open conversations about all things recovery, as well as practical tools, tips, and advice to take away with you and help you on your own journey to peaceful eating. So subscribe to the series now and let's discover the peaceful eater in you. Welcome back to the Peaceful Eating Podcast. It has been, oh my goodness, how long has it been? Six months or something crazy since I did a last episode. Um, and quite a lot has happened in that time. I have obviously had my little girl, Maya, who is now just approaching six months. Um, so yeah, the last time that I did an episode was when I was pregnant. And to be honest with you, I was fully planning to just keep the episodes going um but I could just there was literally just not enough hours in the day <laughs> I really didn't have a maternity leave I kept working with my clients and I was I've been running programs all through out pregnancy and these last few months um but when it came to the podcast it just was the one thing that I had to yeah I couldn't keep juggling it all so I've had to have a little pause from it however we are back with series two and I am so buzzing to be back in the podcast game. I've actually had this podcast episode in my mind for about a month now Um, and I keep saying right I'm gonna record that, I'm gonna record that and then another day goes by and I haven't done it but here we are and I think this episode is going to be one that you can save and come back to as many times as you need to. So by the title of the episode, I'm sure that you kind of have a bit of an insight what it's on anyway. As you can see, I've titled it, I Just Binged, Now What? So this episode is for anyone who has just binged. Whether it was a short, kind of intense episode of binging, or maybe it's been more of a slow burner, kind of spread out over a day or a few days, and now you're on the other side and struggling to come to terms with it. I am going to, in this episode, help you to feel better and ride that wave of those intense feelings that I know that you'll be feeling right now, having been there myself so, so many times. The physical feelings, you know, the stomach pains, the nausea, the bloating, all of that stuff, which is really tough to deal with, but also the emotional discomfort, the guilt, the frustration, the regret, all of that kind of negative inner dialogue, which is as bad if not worse than the physical symptoms I feel so I'm going to guide you step by step in this episode which I'm not sure exactly how long it's going to be yet but I'm going to guide you step by step on how to get through this difficult moment and not just get through it but even use it to your advantage to help you move forward on your journey to peaceful eating because believe it or not it is in these moments and it is in these times where we are you know we've had a wobble we've had a mishap we've had a binge and we're feeling awful it is in those moments that we learn so much about ourselves and and so much about our patterns and we gain the self-awareness which is needed in order to overcome these behaviors and these patterns completely so before we start I want you to take in a huge deep breath 
Really, really fill your lungs to the brim, feel your belly and your chest expand. And as you slowly exhale, allowing your lungs to completely empty, your chest and belly to fall, I want you to let go. I want you to let go of that tension that I know you'll be holding on to. I want you to unclench your fists. I want you to let your shoulders drop away from your ears. And just relax. Take a moment to be here. And I want to start by putting some perspective on what has happened. Because I know that right now you may be feeling all kinds of negativity towards yourself. Blaming yourself, hating yourself, maybe even loathing yourself right now. I know what that feels like. And I want you to let that go. I know that binging is not something that you want in your life. It's not something that any of us want in our lives. And whilst, whilst those feelings are so valid... And yes, you are, you are, but simply by being here, you are, you are working on overcoming this behavior, which doesn't serve you and and, or, or make you happy. But let's get real about one thing is that binging does not make you a bad person. You didn't do anything really bad. You didn't steal. You didn't hurt anyone. You didn't kick a small furry animal. All you did is you ate a lot of food. So please, please keep it in perspective. The guilt that you are feeling, this self-loathing, it is a waste of energy. It's not helping this situation. It's not helping you move forward. In fact, it's really, all it's doing is keeping you stuck. So let it go. In fact, right now is a perfect opportunity to practice self-compassion, which is such a massive part of healing, such a massive part of getting to that place of being at peace with food and at peace with your body. Right now, you need care and love and compassion. So do not fall into that trap of bullying yourself, punishing yourself, talking horribly to yourself, beating yourself up for what's happened. The biggest secret The biggest secret to overcoming these patterns is by forming a great relationship with yourself, being your own best mate, being able to nurture yourself, hold yourself and offer yourself the same kindness and the same compassion that you would offer a friend or your child or someone else that you love who is going through this stuff. You wouldn't tell them that they're a failure or bully them or, or, you know, beat them up for, for what they've done. If they were struggling with the stuff and they'd just binged and they'd called called you in tears, you know, my guess is that you would offer them words of kindness, words of compassion, tell them that it's okay, tell them that they're they're gonna get through this. And the reason that you would do that is because that's what's gonna help them. That's what's gonna move them forward, give them the strength to keep going. Telling them that they're a failure or that they've failed and that they're this, that, and the other, it's not gonna help them. And it's not gonna help you either. So see if right now. Even if it's just for the next few moments while you're listening to this podcast, I want you to see if you can feel and try and generate a sense of compassion towards yourself. Compassion towards the you that is trying so very hard to work on this. The you that puts everyone else's needs first and maybe not your own. The you that right now just needs a hug. Give yourself that hug. I know that offering yourself 
that compassion in the early days can feel really uncomfortable. It can feel kind of gritty and weird. And I remember that so well. And the, the, the secret to cracking it is to practice self-compassion for short windows of time and then give yourself permission to let it go. So whilst you're listening to this podcast, I want you to see if you can hold yourself in that compassionate way and give yourself permission that if it feels uncomfortable, you can let that compassion go at the end of this podcast. But that's a really good way just to get used to what that feels like. Okay, so the next thing that I want to talk about to help you feel better about what's happened is that the reminder that binging is a perfectly normal and actually very necessary part of binge eating recovery. It's the setbacks, the wobbles, the the relapses, whatever you want to call them, that actually in the long run move us forward. You are on your path to finding your happy place with food and No, it's not a pretty, linear, comfortable path. In fact, it can be freaking messy. But what matters is that you are on the path. That's the part that matters. And that when you encounter one of these wobbles or when you hit a rough patch or you have a setback or a binge happens or whatever happens, that you just keep going. Later on in the podcast, I'm going to talk more about how you can really use this experience to help you move forward. But for now... I want to carry on with a few more reminders and a few things to let go of just to help ease the kind of emotional weight that you, I know that you're going to be feeling right now. So the next thing that I want you to let go of is the fear that your body has changed or that you've gained a load of weight. And I say this because I know having been there myself so many times in the past, I know that that thought's going to be there. I can absolutely guarantee you that your body has not changed from one binging episode. It's scientifically impossible. Even if you've been binging non-stop for a week, the likelihood that your body composition has actually changed in a way in which anybody would ever notice is so incredibly low. You might feel different, And if you made the mistake of weighing yourself, you probably have seen an increase. Maybe sometimes you can see an increase up to kind of 10 pounds following a binge. This is not fat, okay? Your body composition has not changed. The increase that you're seeing on the scales, and I'm sure you will have heard this before, but I want to remind you again, that increase that you have maybe seen on the scales is water weight. It's the extra sodium that means that your body will hold on to a little bit more more water temporarily and actually just the weight of the food itself as well. That temporary water weight will last a maximum of a few days and there are things that you can do to help speed up that process. So things that you can do, drink a shed load of water first. I know it sounds counterproductive but it will actually really, really help to flush out all that extra sodium and allow your body to kind of release some of that water retention. Also eating potassium rich foods like avocados, bananas, veggies, is really going to help to kind of counteract that sodium and flush out all the excess water as well. Um, So do those things, but honestly for now, step away from the scales. They're really not going to help you. If you have already stepped on them, make a little commitment to yourself right now to not get back on them. And if you haven't already stepped on them, then don't. (laughs) It's not going to help you. 
Okay, let's talk then about the physical discomfort that you might be feeling right now following that binge. So we all know that feeling really full is not a comfortable feeling. It's not a good feeling. Your clothes digging in, your stomach feeling like it's going to explode. And then paired with that emotional discomfort that we spoke about, it's a lot. It's a lot. The discomfort of feeling overly full often can feel triggering and lead us to eat more. In fact, I would say that the feeling of being too full, along with a bad body image day, are two of the most common triggers that I hear from clients. In fact, I would say that the feeling of being too full and the discomfort of that is one of, if not the biggest trigger to binge and eat more that I hear from clients, that and having a bad body image day. Because essentially if food is our go-to coping mechanism for difficult feelings of all kinds, and we've got no other coping mechanisms to rely on, then when we feel those difficult feelings following a binge, whether it's the guilt or the physical discomfort, you know, the emotional turmoil, our brain is going to try and numb those feelings with more food, which obviously only exacerbates the problem and creates more guilt. I I call it the guilt, guilt cycle. We eat too much food, we feel guilty. We numb the guilt with more food, we feel more guilty. We eat more food to numb that guilt, and so it goes on. These difficult feelings, the physical ones, and the emotional ones are temporary. That pain in your stomach, that feeling of overfulness, is going to peak at about 30 minutes and then it's going to start to improve. Yes, you might feel a bit bloated for a day or two, but it's temporary. So I want to share with you a three step process which I share with clients to help them when they feel a bit too full, whether that's from a binge or whether that's just from kind of regular normal uh, indulgence, overindulgence. The three-step process is accept, remind, and don't react. So accept. Accept that we are where we are. I feel too full. It doesn't feel great, but I'm practicing some acceptance around that. Number two, remind. Remind yourself that these feelings are temporary. They're going to pass. And then number three is don't react. And this is the most important one. Coming back to the fact that there is no action required for this feeling. And actually the best thing that you can do is nothing at all. Because so often when we feel too full, you know, that in itself, if perhaps it's just from, you know, you've been out for for an indulgent dinner or you've gone back for a second helping on the Sunday roast and you feel a bit too full, that in itself is not a problem. But it becomes a problem when we react to it with a disordered reaction, like binging or like restricting. So use that three-step process when you need it, whether that's right now or whether it's in the future. Accept, remind, don't react. Okay, the next thing I want to remind you of is that carrying on the binge until tomorrow or Monday or whatever deadline you're putting in place is never a good idea. (laughs) You don't need to wait until tomorrow or Monday or next week or next month or any day to start again because you can start again right now. And in fact, every new moment is an opportunity to start again. And getting out of the habit of putting these deadlines in place of starting again Monday 
or allowing myself to binge until midnight or I'll get back on it next month. As soon as we put these deadlines in place, we are giving ourselves that green light to self-sabotage and eat in that very disconnected way. Okay, let's move on then to the important bit, which is how you can actually use this experience to help you. Because as I mentioned, binging is a very normal and very necessary part of binge eating recovery. And the the, the truth is, and I, I try and stress this to clients so, so much, is that the reality is sometimes we have to repeat a negative behavior many, many times before we are ready to let it go. Now, if we are repeating this behavior in a state of unconsciousness, denial, numbness, autopilot, then we are reinforcing that behavior. But if we are engaging in that behavior with full-bodied awareness and curiosity and introspection, then we are making huge progress in being able to let that behavior go fully eventually. So what this means is when it happens, when a binge happens, rather than wasting all of that precious energy into feeling guilty and feeling like a failure and punishing yourself or restricting again and just setting yourself right back up for the next binge, instead, use it as an opportunity to go inwards, to unravel and unpick that thing, finding any potential triggers looking at the thoughts and the emotions that were present before and during, looking at what signs you could have missed this time that you can then look out for next time, ways in which you could have responded differently to any of those emotions that were there, noticing any patterns that perhaps you may have noticed before that have repeated themselves, noticing how the episode started, where it started, where were you, how are you feeling, what were you doing, looking at how it then spiraled, What I say to clients is when you are unraveling an experience of a binge or or a wobble, I want you to imagine that you're like a detective. So you're going back over what happened in minor detail and you're gaining as much information as you possibly can without judging yourself. And rinse that binge for all it's worth. Because when you are on your journey to peaceful eating, a relapse can serve two really I think a a binge or a relapse or a wobble or whatever we're calling it tend to happen for two reasons either it shows us where we have yet to grow kind of highlighting an area or a trigger that needs healing that we can then work on or simply by serving as a stark and clear reminder of how much you don't want that thing in your life anymore how much you don't want that behavior in your life how awful it makes you feel and both of those reasons either showing you where you have yet to grow or serving as a reminder of how much you don't want that thing in your life anymore both of those are so valuable in your growth and on your path to peaceful eating I remember so clearly revisiting those behaviors you know many many times and every time I did it became clearer and clearer how much I did not want that thing in my life anymore. Because when we are facing a binge urge, our thoughts and the the urge itself will will tell us all these justifications for why to do it, and it's going to feel great, and, you know, you deserve it, and, you know, our thoughts will lie to us in that moment. And it takes, I believe, a few times of falling, many times actually, of falling into that trap, and then afterwards reflecting on what the hell? Like my thoughts were lying to me. I don't feel great. That wasn't good. In fact, I feel awful. 
It takes that to happen many times for us to have enough evidential proof under our belt to be able to be just so clear on how much we don't want that behavior in our life anymore. So whatever you're feeling right now, the guilt, the frustration, the physical discomfort, I want you to absorb that feeling right now. Like really sit with it and remind yourself how much you don't want those feelings in your life anymore. Because you don't have to have those feelings in your life anymore. So really take this moment, whilst you're in it, to absorb that feeling, be with that feeling. Make the commitment to yourself right now that actually, you know what, I am absolutely worthy of a life of freedom. And see if you can kind of generate a deep sense right now whilst you're in the rawness of those feelings of, you know what, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to overcome these, these cycles and these patterns and I will not stop until I'm there. Okay, let's move on again to this time some really, really practical things now to help you. So we've got we've gone through quite a lot of the kind of emotional stuff. Let's move on to some really practical things. So I mentioned before about not restricting, but I am now about to drill this home big time <laughs> because there is one absolutely surefire way that you are going to end up back here again whether that's in a day or a week or a month or whatever, and that is by restricting your food intake or doing anything in an effort to kind of compensate for for this binge. So over-exercising, restricting food, using laxatives, diuretics, fasting, dieting, any of that stuff is the sure way, 100% sure way to make sure that you end up back here. Ask yourself right now, how long have you been stuck in this cycle? How many times have you told yourself that it's going to be different this time and that you'll manage to keep up that restriction or diet or that you'll just restrict one more time until you've undone this binge and then you'll eat normally? How many times have you told yourself that? And then how many times has it ended up back here? And I know this feels like a bit of tough love, but I want to make you so aware of that and also want to make you so aware that this is not you that's failing. When you fall off the diet and you binge, it is not you that's failing. It is the diet that's failing. Or whatever restrictive protocol you are following, that's the bit that's failing, not you. The reason that those methods are not working out for you is because they are not sustainable. Nobody can keep those up. So the best, best thing that you can do right now after you've rinsed this binge for all it's worth in terms of gaining that self-awareness and gaining those lessons is to draw a line and move on eating completely normally as though it hasn't even happened wake up have a normal breakfast and push back against that binge restrict cycle even if you are feeling so full or eating just feels like an impossible task right now, whether that's because of the emotional reasons or because you just feel physically full, then I would urge you to just have something light. You know, at the very, very least, have a smoothie or have a little omelette, a full brekkie if you can, but at the very least, just have a little something. Because whilst restriction is still an option in your mind, then binging will still be an option in your mind. I'm going to say that bit again. Whilst restriction is still an option in your mind, binging will still be an option in your mind. Okay, more practical things to help you feel better. Top of my list, and I know it's really cliche, but honestly, 
it's going to work, it's going to make you feel better, getting outside for a walk. <laughs> I used to hate it when people said this to me, but honestly, it really just does does work. I challenge anyone to walk in nature and not feel like a completely new person when they return. So if it's possible, get outside, get some fresh air, even if it's 15, 20 minutes, even if it's just a few laps around the garden, whatever. It's my go-to anytime I'm feeling any negative or difficult emotion, whether it's overwhelm or tiredness or whatever. I go out for a walk and it just gives me this kind of whole body and mind reset. If right now you can't make it out for a walk or, you know, maybe it's nighttime or maybe you've got a little one that you can't leave on their own. So if you can't get out for a walk right now, there are other, there are other things that you can do. And it's another cliche, but practice some self-care right now. And actually, even if you can go out for a walk, do this when you get back. <laughs> so again, it's another cliche, as I say, but these things become cliche because honestly, they're the things that work. So you don't need to do loads of things for, for self-care, but just a few simple things to make yourself feel better in your skin is going to offer you a whole new mindset. You know, at the very least, taking a shower. And in fact, this has just reminded me of something that I really love to do even now. Again, if I'm feeling any kind of stress or a negative feeling, I definitely used to use this if I'd had a bit of a setback is getting in the shower and almost using it like a little time to meditate. So as you are standing there in the shower and that water is washing down over your body, down the drain, you can imagine that all of that water is just washing away all of your stress, all of your negativity, all of that tension, the guilt, the worry. Feel and watch those worries disappearing down the plug hole as you shower. And this, for me is is such a, a nice way to just give me that reset and sometimes I do it at the end of the day even if there are no kind of obvious negative feelings present but it still gives me that feeling of just kind of washing away the day giving myself a little reset a little cleanse before I go to sleep and end the day and then when you get out of the shower you know do some nice things for yourself stick on some nice smelling moisturizer some clean comfy clothes or pajamas create a nice environment for yourself maybe it's like light some candles tidy up the room Try and generate that feeling of just caring for yourself. You know, feelings of peace and calm. I also find that journaling out my thoughts and feelings is an amazing way to process how I'm feeling. If my brain and mind have got very busy, very loud, very negative. And even now, so I got into journaling when I was going through this stuff and when I was on my own journey to peaceful eating. And even now, I still journal most days a little bit less now since having Maya but most days I will sit with my journal because honestly it just helps me so much to stay centered to stay focused and just work through any of those problems that I might be facing I like to think of it like my kind of on-hand little therapist that's just available to me 24 7 but the beautiful thing is is that it's not a therapist you're talking to it's actually your own inner wisdom that you're tapping into when you write so, you know, whatever is going on up in your head, write and write and write and write and write until you get to some clarity in whatever it is that you're struggling with. If you think about it like this, when we, you know, that feeling where your brain and your mind just feels like such chaos, you can't single out any one of your thoughts, it's just like noise. When we journal and we're writing out how we're feeling and we're, we're, we're turning that jumbled up mess into words on paper, 
we're, we are essentially turning that jumbled up mess into something that is eligible, something that is understandable to read. And, in, in, and so for that reason, it's a really good way to kind of process what we're feeling. Very, it's very similar to when we talk out our problems. Again, it's turning that jumbled up mess into something that we have to, you know, we have to turn that mess, that chaos in our mind, into something that is understandable for the person listening. And at the same time, we are making it more understandable to ourselves as well. Okay, we're going to leave it there for now. I hope that listening to this has put what's happened into perspective, maybe helped you feel a sense of lightness around what's happened. Please go and do those things. Go and drink the water, go and take the shower, put the nice smelling moisturizer on, light the candles, get your journal out. And I promise you that, as I said earlier, whilst I know that right now this feels really difficult, these feelings are temporary, they're going to pass. And when you look back on this journey, when you are at your life of peaceful eating, which I absolutely know you're going to get to, you will look back and you will realize that these wobbles, these moments were just a part of the process and a really necessary one. I have absolute faith in you and every single person that is going through this stuff that you can regain control. This is not just your life. This is not what you were destined for. You are destined for a life of of peaceful eating. And I have absolutely zero doubt in my mind about that. If I can do it, you can do it. The only difference is that I learned the tools and I applied them. And the same goes for all of my clients who are now blissfully living their life of peaceful eating. Okay, my lovelies, we are going to leave it there. I will be back hopefully in a fortnight with the next episode, but uh, life is a little bit unpredictable with my little girl. So if we're not back in two weeks, then I will definitely be back very, very soon with the next episode of this series. All right, my lovelies, have a wonderful evening. You are doing great and I will speak to you very soon. Bye for now.